0: Welcome! This is The Collective View. I'm Jane, a clinical nurse specialist. And I'm Mary, a mental health counselor. Join us as we cover a variety of topics on total health and wellness. Welcome to The
1: Collective View.
0: Welcome. This is The Collective View. I'm Jane, a clinical nurse specialist. I am
1: Mary, your licensed mental health counselor. And today, our podcast episode is dedicated to resiliency. It's all about bouncing
0: back. Yes, it is. And you know what? We like to bring in because we're the collective view, yes. and we do like to have so many other experts come in and speak to us. So today we have the very lovely Erica Smith that is joining us of The Lavender Way. You are also a licensed mental health counselor. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm.
1: Certified life coach and Ooh. certified hypnotherapist. Yes.
0: And Does that a mother of asleep? three. Oh, no. We'll no. talk about
1: those. Okay. okay. <laughs> a runner. Oh, my goodness. You have like, there's so many things. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs>
0: Well, welcome, Erica. We are truly honored to have you join us and speak about this today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. you. So, Erica, thank you so much
1: for being here. This is a really big topic, mm-hmm. and we actually had a live um, Instagram on our Collective View page yes. mm-hmm. uh, episode dedicated to this, and we know that there's definitely a lot of things. Yeah, and this-, this
0: past year especially, I would say, like, people have been through a lot, and how do we come through it, like... Whether sometimes, like, financially people have been affected, mentally people have been physically, like, staying at home or maybe not getting the proper care. Like, bouncing back, resiliency is is something that affects everyone. Right.
1: And as you mentioned, we know amidst the pandemic, we've all had to... Whether we whether we had it clear intentionally in our minds or not, we had to pull out our physical and emotional armor. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, this was stressful. This was unexpected. This was unforeseen. And here we are, and we're getting through it. So really would like, first and foremost, if you can actually, for anyone that, well, I'm sorry, I keep sounding like I'm on live Instagram, on our podcast today, those of you that are listening, can yes. you please define resiliency for us, Erica?
2: I think you actually really said it, both of you. It's about bouncing back. It's about recovering. Most people think resiliency is something that you just automatically have. And the reality is you have to go through a hardship. Mm -hmm. And the resiliency comes as A result of you going through the hardship, surviving the hardship, finding the coping skills, Mm -hmm. and really improving your quality of life because of the
1: hardship.
0: That's resiliency. Okay.
1: This is what we say when we say, look within the pain. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. One of your favorite lines, assign meaning, right? (laughs) Assign assign meaning. It's all about the meaning.
1: right? Mm And Jane, I know that uh, we've actually spoken about this so much, and yes. you know, and, and the three of us have worked together on, yeah. on different things. But in terms of, the discussion has always been like, in terms of resiliency, is this a personality trait, or is this something that anyone can learn and develop? Definitely not a personality trait. Anyone can
2: learn it, but what it does become is a part of your core beliefs, a part of really who you are, mm-hmm. but it's not a defined personality trait. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Um, it's more like a characteristic of a person.
1: Okay. All right. So it, it, it a characteristic and then from there, but even if you haven't connected with that characteristic, because we are all humanly innately mm-hmm. have this ability. Yes. Um, It's something you can work on.
0: Yes, definitely. Okay. I you know, and it's interesting because I will tell you from, let's say, um, a a health standpoint or even just, like, watching somebody go through two similar life experiences, how one person can react and how another person can. I mean, um, I know you deal with uh, law enforcement sometimes, but, like... Maybe two police officers side by side that are in the middle of some kind of trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, Two people that are in a car accident, how one reacts and how one doesn't, you know, two people that lose a job, like how one is able to react and the other doesn't have that. So it is interesting that, you know, what you're saying, because it's, it's not a personality trait. It's, uh, it's fascinating to me because I always really did wonder that myself, like, what is that person lacking almost, but. It's almost more, like you said, that that knowledge, that growth, and how they do that. So how does one actually build and grow their own resiliency? Well, like I said, you have to go through a hardship. And the Mm -hmm. easiest way for me to explain
2: it is to talk about a pearl. Oh. Because Mm -hmm. how pearls are formed, it comes from an irritation that gets into Mm -hmm. the oyster. And the oyster actually secretes Mm -hmm. like a mucus To cover it so it's not annoyed or bothered by it. And it keeps secreting this so the pearl, what we call a pearl, actually grows. And then when you open the oyster, you have this thing of value. It's the same way. And the way I teach it is actually Pearl. P E A R L. Okay. They all have a meaning. So the P is perseverance because you have to go through. You have there's no yeah there's no shortcut. And like you were saying, Jane, you know, one person may demonstrate, okay, I got through this and the next person doesn't. And it is a matter of choice because you're either going to choose to find the resiliency to get through oh or you're going to choose to be resistant, which we know equals suffering and pain. Things that we don't like. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through this scenario. The E is educate. Once you get through Mm -hmm. it, you have to kind of sit with yourself, which is what people don't like to do too much, Mm -hmm. but you have to sit with yourself and kind of say, What did I learn from this? Mm -hmm. What did this mean to me? What did I get from this? Mm -hmm. And the A is advocate for yourself because sometimes we have to ask the questions or we have to voice, Hey, this is the concern I have. Mm -hmm. I went through this thing and now I'm seeing. A need that I have or, or a concern for the community or whatever, but we have to give that voice. And that also gives that also is empowering okay. to us. And the R is redefine and reframe because um, when we go through a situation like you brought up COVID, mm-hmm. a lot of people had a lot of feelings about COVID, but my thing was instead of seeing it as something negative and horrible that's happening to us See it as what am I going to gain from this? What am I going to learn? Because if you tend to look at a situation as an opportunity for growth, that is what's going to spur and motivate the resiliency. So it's not necessarily something that you can
0: say, I'm going to be resilient, although we do. It's more of an action. So, and, you know, me bringing up the physical health aspect sometimes, I'm thinking sometimes maybe, like, somebody who wants to run. Like, they, mm-hmm. they sit down and they're like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon someday. Like, the the reality is that the, the endurance that they have to go through, the pain of running 26.2 miles, the training involved, the exhaustion afterwards. I mean, it's not just, like... They did it. It's and not. it's like, you know, runners sometimes we, we come to that aspect like you almost savor that. <laughs> we don't love the pain, but you know, you're okay with it. Well, I guess you come to realize, and that's where the reframe mm-hmm. comes from mm-hmm. because
2: I run, I've mm-hmm. done marathons, yeah. and it, it's painful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is painful. But the reframe <laughs> is. You know, yes, I feel this pain mm-hmm. but you know, this pain is what's getting me closer to right. my destination, closer Finish to on. where I wanna be, you know, in training. Forget about okay. the actual marathon right. itself. Exactly. But just in the training and the the things that you have to go through, you're right. like, Okay, you know what, this pain was worth it because the reality is pain is temporary.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If you allow yourself just to endure, to persevere, to go through it, it will be over. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. suffering, if you choose the resistance and you start to suffer, that's going to be long standing until you make the choice to become resilient.
0: Yes. Right? No. And I I, I mm-hmm. very much appreciate that. And for me to put things sometimes in that physical health standpoint makes mm-hmm. me understand like that resiliency that is required. To, to move forward through situations. Right. And that's the
1: analogy that we want everyone to maintain present mm-hmm. so that we can better understand that mental health
0: plus physical health is total, total health. health.
1: Yes, it is. So uh, questions: What's the L stand for in your acronym? The L <laughs> is LIVIT. Run that
0: marathon. (laughs) Exactly,
1: (laughs) it is. It goes
2: back to the perseverance. It's not just going through it, but then you have to live it every day because life is always going to throw something at us. It's always Mm -hmm. going to give us a curve. So if you think that you're not going to have a curve because in your mind you're resilient, then you're already. You have to have the open mindset of, you know what, something else is going to happen, but look, I learned A, B, C, X, Y, Z from this, and I can take this and I can move it into my next situation. That's when you know you've developed resiliency, when you can take what you learned from one hardship and you apply it to the next one.
1: And I just have to make a side note here because it just comes out of my heart, Erica. I know that you are one of your favorite stones or favorite jewelry pieces is a a a pearl. pearl. I was so close to and putting yes. pearls on for this yes. talk too, yeah. actually. Yeah. Dang it. Exactly. And I always and I always recommend when I say if you go to a psychotherapist, go to someone that practices what they preach. Definitely. And has taken the time to really look at, you know, all the things that they're recommending to you. And I highly endorse you, Erica, because Thank I know you. that you are Thank an you. amazing psychotherapist in this community and you do such amazing work. <sighs> so from a mental health standpoint, when a person is displaying symptoms of mm-hmm. trauma or just not having healthy coping mechanisms, what are the behaviors that we're looking for?
2: You're just looking for a total, if you know the person, a total change in their Mm -hmm. behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, It depends on the person. There could be withdrawal. There could be irritability and anger. You might see some signs of depression. You might actually see some signs of Um, What we would call hypermania, you know, being very manic, being very active, all of Mm -hmm. a sudden they have to be busy, busy, busy because that busyness is actually a distraction from what they may be going through. Um, They could really have. Do
0: people look like they're coping well in society because they play that off? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's. it's, it's, uh,
2: I always say the more intelligent or the more educated a person is, the Mm -hmm. more savvy they have Mm -hmm. at hiding certain issues that are going on with them but you can only hide them for so long until Mm -hmm. they actually blossom and manifest the Mm -hmm. problem with that is you allow it to go on for so long without help without treatment that when it does manifest it really becomes a crisis Mm -hmm. it's something more serious than what it could have been had you
0: said something or reached out or yeah, things can really fester. It seems, and, yeah. and they, right. um, and that's when I see them in the ER. Quite honestly, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and so it comes right. yeah. yeah. through in those physical aspect that you're saying, and mm-hmm. you know, even if it's a, a, a psychiatric break, if you will, it is it is hard to see. And at that point, mm-hmm. um, we had had a discussion with somebody who is a nurse practitioner, and she does admit that she suffers from anxiety. But you know, she recognized the fact, like, if you don't have those skills in place, like. At that point, when you come in as a crisis, it is challenging to... It's very
2: challenging. uh, ...to bring them down. And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, in all fairness, a lot of people are not even really aware Mm -hmm. that that this has been a challenge. And I always tell people, the only thing we know Mm -hmm. is what we're feeling. We're really not aware of what we're thinking in the middle of a hard situation, and we're definitely not aware of our behaviors. Usually other people call our attention. Right. To what we're doing. So most oftentimes people are not even really aware, but it requires somebody saying, are you okay? Is everything? Because I'm seeing, you know, you used to be a little more active and now you're not or you're Mm -hmm. doing your... uh I'm going to say impulsive behaviors. We call it impulsive behaviors. But for somebody who was pretty much a homebody or calm and chill and now, mm-hmm. they're out partying all of a sudden. So right. the, these changing in behaviors are what other people notice and is what brings mm-hmm. the attention. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So we want to also then, just to clarify, it, our topic is resiliency. And for many people, they feel as if they have to be doing more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And most certainly... Just to be clear, is resiliency, again, is a protective human capacity that we all have. Yes, we all have But it, it does not mean that just because you can do something, you should continue to do it. And as you mentioned, mm-hmm. many of us may actually be overly, overly, overly active or, mm-hmm. or trying to, I guess, live up to this idea that we should always be doing more and more. Right. And mm,
2: no, that's it's not concerning.
1: the case. Because
2: the E again is educate and what are you educating? You're learning about you right. in this instance. So that means becoming aware of okay. what is different with me or um what is really going on with me. What what just happened i mean we talk about covid obviously because it's the biggest thing right. and a lot of people had the mindset of cuz resiliency is a mindset and i'm all right. about mindsets uh-huh. mm-hmm. but you know a lot of people came out okay quarantine is over going back to life as usual right. and i'm like um yeah, know. no, you can't do that. Because, <laughs> yeah. yes. you know, yeah. life is its not right. going to be what it was. Uh-huh. And if you just take that moment to sit down and say, okay, yes, there are a lot of aspects that I can resume again, but... I might want to resume them in a different way, or a lot of people because they were quarantined and they did take that time to kind of self-reflect and and learn more about them or other things that they like, they came out and it was almost like a switch in how they saw things, what they, Mm. how they thought about things,
0: so it's really about
2: being aware. Being aware, being aware, being aware.
0: Are there certain practices then that make people a little bit more aware of these things? You know, um, that that can really give them that pause. Is
2: definitely, definitely. Um, the biggest thing is, I mean, in a nutshell, would be mm-hmm. introspection. Okay, which is something we're not exactly taught even to do. Introspect.
0: Exactly, because <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not, you know, you know, we we do our it all society. Yeah, yeah, every day, right? We're not on health <right>?
2: No, we're not necessarily taught oh you need to introspect at least that word but we do have a lot of people that pray that's an introspection that's a quiet time Mm -hmm. we have people that meditate that is definitely introspection you know we have people that just have certain spiritual practices and those spiritual practices not saying religion particularly but those spiritual practices are what makes you slow down and think about because spirituality is how you internally are and how you relate to your society, to your people, to the environment around you. So it makes you just kind of stop and, and Mm -hmm. think. And I think during the quarantine, we had, you know, a lot of bad things that happen, okay. and it really caused people to sit back and say, "Is this real? Mm-hmm. Is this really happening? Yeah. And what do I want to do about this? Why do I suddenly feel a need to do something where I didn't have that need before? Mm-hmm. And you feel the need because you no longer have the distractions. Mm-hmm. So right. you are, you've
0: there been was a focused. lot of time, right? There was, was a know. lot of time. All of a sudden, the calendar was empty. <laughs> oh, well, not for me, well, but it was really was saying, The social aspect, you know, yeah. I mean, that filled up those evening hours maybe for people, you know, right. young people right. that would go out, um, even grown people, you know, older people that really, you know, go out for their Thursday bocce club or, you know, mm-hmm. um, Tuesday afternoon tennis, I, whatever. It really it was interrupted, Jane. Yes, it, it was, was. really interrupted, And it was a pause and it was quiet. Mm-hmm. So what I'm catching from a lot of things you're saying, too, is that, that silence that people had to really just, right. you know, whether it's praying, is, meditating, there is an aspect of just definitely. There's power
2: in the silence, and and I, you know, as a society, we like to be busy. We yes. don't take the time. But what, even if you're doing yoga or Pilates or as a runner, taking that really long, painful run <laughs> before the endorphins <laughs> kick in and you're loving the feel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of times when I'm running or even when I'm just walking, I'm in my head and mm-hmm. that's a really good time to just sit with yourself. Being mm-hmm. in the car. Hello, Miami traffic. <laughs> I mean, instead of yelling at the person next to you for cutting right. you off or doing something, you know, just put on... Some music that's just going to give you that moment of of zen. I mean, we can sure. find that mm-hmm. moment anywhere right. if we're exactly.
1: or pull over and listen to the podcast. I mean, you know, this there, is there's always, that too. It's right? always available, <laughs> or, or, or watch us on Instagram. So, in terms of putting it, putting it really in perspective for anyone out there that's not within our field, so resiliency is something that we all have the human capacity yes, to connect with. That's correct. And resiliency involves. Resting and pausing. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Okay. I will tell you from a physical health standpoint, when somebody is healing, there is that very fine balance of, you know, pushing ourselves and yet resting, you know, whether right. it's somebody that's gone through a heart surgery and we are, they're trying to get out of bed, yet you need to push it, but we need to rest there. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: resilience, you talk about physical health, Mm -hmm. we
0: demonstrate
2: that all the time when we have a sickness of any kind, right? You know, Mm -hmm. because resiliency comes during the recovery, you have the hardship of the sickness, whatever it is, the trauma, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And as you're recovering, I mean, I know when I broke my elbow, I had to learn how to do things a little bit differently and just being open to that. Okay. Mm -hmm. What can I do differently? Right. Mm-hmm. that's resiliency we yeah. build it without realizing we're actually doing it sure. but we just have to
0: be open to the experience and the better you take different. care of your body i will tell you you can heal from things so much better you know somebody who's had maybe developed you know people all have their bad vices if you will but let's say you've been an excessive smoker for numerous years your body isn't going to heal that resiliency mm-hmm. to heal if you choose to eat junk food on a regular basis your body's gonna have a hard time healing, quite honestly. So yeah. and jumping back from whatever yeah. illness, whether it was maybe COVID even, that's you know, something No, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But really, mm -hmm.
2: as the body, as the mind. Yes. So if you are not taking that time with Mm -hmm. the mind, like you take the time with the body, which is why we say, you know, mental health, physical health is total wellness. Yes. What you do with the body, Mm -hmm. you have to also do to the mind Mm -hmm. at that time.
1: Which brings me to another point, Mm self-talk. So we know that mantras are definitely things that you know we read about, we see, the different quotes, inspirational things. But are mantras truly something that if we practice them, that they can actually inspire yes. or, or support the nurturing of our emotional and physical resilience? Most definitely, because what people
2: don't realize is we're doing mantras anyway. Oh. It's just that the mantras that we're doing sometimes are very negative or very self-critical and we just don't really realize how negative or critical it is so we're becoming aware of okay me saying oh my god erica that was stupid why did you do that okay inner
1: critic inner critic just went (laughs) off and you know
2: how many times do we say something like that right? right so instead of saying that just say okay you know what erica that didn't turn out right but what did you learn from that is that something that we can use? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. If
2: not, okay, we get rid of it. Is that
0: your personal mantra, or do you have a personal mantra you'd want to share with us?
2: Do I have a personal mantra? I don't think I've ever. I know your. Thought, yeah, what I know is your- my personal mantra? Failure is. Failure is not an option. <laughs> because well that <laughs> sounds oh, like yeah. a life of resiliency. Well,
0: if, when you
2: are military, <laughs> and, yeah. um, I am daughter, wife, and mother of military. So I really grew up with the concept that failure is not an option. Yeah. I would think the other one would be if you can't find a way, if I can't find a way, I'll make one and And that (laughs) was another concept that I grew up with so there Mm -hmm. is no reason to say I failed because there's no such thing as failure Mm -hmm. there is you tried something it didn't you didn't yield the result that you wanted so you try something different to see if you yield that result there is no such thing as failure
1: failure only comes when you do nothing okay and And failure does not mean that things that are hard do not occur it's no. not about that. No. It's just to clarify. So as we are thinking about this, what are some appropriate resources that, you know, anybody that's Are out there, there even the resources out there to build resiliency? Mm-hmm. Available for anybody that may be going through a trauma, maybe like listening to this podcast and saying, okay, this is great information. This is wonderful and interesting. But like, how do I connect with making this work happen for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... If you are actually
2: recognizing, which I, when clients come in, they're just like, I don't know what's going on, but I just know something is not mm-hmm. right. I'm not doing what I used to do or I'm finding it difficult to continue to do what I've been doing or I'm not finding joy or pleasure mm-hmm. in what I used to do. Those are the common um, complaints, if you will, that I get when they come in. So what can you do? Yeah, this podcast or any other podcast, you know, it's about you can start with self-help. Okay. You can, um, like I said, read a book. Okay. Find something inspirational okay. mm-hmm. that, that speaks to you that you feel elevated by. Right. If it goes beyond that, yes, go and find a therapist. There is nothing wrong because there are long-term patients and clients and they're mm-hmm. short-term. Because yeah. sometimes it's just, I needed to get over this hump. Right. I just needed clarification. One or two <laughs> sessions could even. Right. right. Exactly. Because exactly. so- sometimes it's just education. Right. Right. So,
1: Jane, we had um, Mm -hmm. uh, an an amazing colleague of yours and dear Mm -hmm. friend, um, Trish, and I think she actually on the Resiliency Talk, we were Mm -hmm. all there together, Yes, Yes. and can you remind us of, uh, she left a beautiful quote um, Mm -hmm. from the book of, Marcus Aurelius' book of Mm -hmm. meditation, do you remember what that was about?
0: Um, Just basically, like, you do have that power over your mind, not the outside events, like, you have that control over yourself and what you're doing and how you're behaving, and not things that are outside of you. So if you're controlling, if you want to control something and you're frustrated and building and moving beyond it, it is something, your behaviors, your reactions really are what get you through okay. that question. Right. So even true. family members can be like, oh, do this, do that. But if you don't have that within you and to control your own, like, you know what? Yes, I do want to. Yeah. 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 So it is it. helpful to have support systems. I remember her really saying that. However, yes. that mm-hmm. individual doesn't want it, doesn't believe in it and doesn't take it forward, then it's going to have okay. you know, hard times in moving forward. So it's comment.
1: about tweaking that response, not controlling the event, right? No, definitely okay. not
0: controlling yeah.
1: the event. Wise, wise words, and I'm yes. glad we yes. recap. Mm-hmm. Well, Erica, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, we're going to be inviting you along in this yes. journey because this, this is the beginning did. of the episodes but you know resiliency is a big topic as mm-hmm. we mentioned and I think we need to definitely do a lot more check-ins yes. on this topic mm-hmm. so thank you so much for your pearls my yes. pearls. Oh, the pearls. wisdom <laughs> that's what they are that's right you heard it here on The Collective You Erica of The Lavender Way if you want to reach out to her she's on Instagram DM mm-hmm. her amazing psychotherapist thank you thank you and um, authentic you. the real deal here thank totally. you for joining us Jericho. thank, thank, you. You. thank you thank you, you so much me. Absolutely.